0: Everybody and welcome to the show. Feeling well? I'm Ralph here, as always, with Lloyd. How convalescing. Um, every day is stronger. Every day, uh, you know, just uh, the the agony remains, but I, I, uh, you know, I'm on the mend. Ralph, um, the future's the future's bright. That's, that's, uh, how are that's you doing? That's the most we can hope for. That's the most we can hope for. I'm feeling, I'm yeah. feeling pretty good. You yeah. know what? I was I was working out uh, just before we started recording. I was uh, um, I was I was uh, uh, doing a pass at um, uh, when you pod my cast. It's like I'm feeling well uh, (laughs) down on my knees. You know I'll lloyd your howl. Hey! Yeah. That's That's good. That's good. Like Madonna. (laughs) Exactly like Madonna. Oh, when you pod my cast, it's like a little, (laughs) it's like I'm feeling, uh, it's good. That's good stuff. Madonna now there's now there's a uh now there's a now there's a, a classy lady you oh know? absolutely there's one of the one of the greats I would do I would oh, I boy. would I, I would uh put your name into another Madonna song uh like a virgin but that's already mm. about you oh oh <laughs> hey oh <no>. uh, correctly <laughs> correctly you've identified my my listen I I uh I took the vows. I've never had sex because it's the right thing to do. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm immune from... Like a how, Cucked for the very first time. <laughs> that fits right in there. That slots in very that's, nicely. That's, I, think, I, think there's, I think there's something that's there. Plug play, oh. That's plug and play, baby. That's plug and play. I love it when it works out like that. <laughs> just you know, all all of our favorite words, we just put them in an existing song of some kind. I love, and then you create I love something. when familiar yes. words are an equal amount of syllables, so that I may mm-hmm. have fun mm-hmm. online. It directs serotonin directly yeah. into the brainstem. You need, you need, you, you got to take it where you can get it. If only everything Ralph, that's were what I'm, that simple. To understand. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very complicated world we live in. And so it, it, uh, when you find those simple things, tis a gift to be simple, tis a gift to be free, Ralph. I believe that's a, uh, a classic hymn. Sure. That sounds about right. Uh, sung by right. the, uh, by the, by the Quakers, I want to say. Um. Quakers. Simple, faith, simple the, gifts. The faith yeah. of our greatest president, um, Richard Nixon. I am not a cuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, now let's live in that a little bit more. I like that. Yeah. I am not a cuck. But oh, you're not going to have all Lloyd Howell to push around anymore. There you go. Yeah. Damn it, Henry! Who's this Jew Howell? Mr. President, I don't believe he is Jewish. Oh, well. He sounds, he podcasts like a dang Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh the jowls yeah magnificent jowls well i on do wonder man. whenever anyone does a nixon impression are they really just doing the nixon impression from futurama yeah or are they really yeah. doing the nixon but um iconic yeah iconic nixon in futurama that was uh i don't think i've said this already but i i used to watch futurama every single night sure I used you've to mentioned it on. yeah yeah, um, so I, I, I cannot I cannot really watch it and enjoy it anymore. But that's a uh, oh, that's a pretty good you show. You really burned it I out, know. huh? I sure did. I sure did. Um, but I have not done that with The Simpsons. Are you a Simpsons fan, Ralph? Do you like the uh, that show, or at least the I mean, uh, the how, good seasons I mean, way back I when? I mean, surely this has been established on the podcast. Of course, I'm a lifelong Simpsons fan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I even listen and, uh, I even listened to a podcast. Where it's just two guys, uh, painstakingly uh, uh, recapping and analyzing every episode of The Simpsons, and I just Uh listen to it, and they're like, "Yeah, you know," and and then this on the audio commentary for Mr. Plow, they actually talked about how at the time, and I'm just nodding my head, listening with headphones, and going, "Homer, funny, you know." So I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. Hey. You're not wrong. I'm a huge Homer, indeed. Funny. I'm a huge Simpsons head. Yeah, but have you not really? Yeah. Uh, have you not really watched the the classic years of The Simpsons? Not really. Um, I have. I have some seasons on DVD, and like, you know, I'm I, I'm the right age for it. Like, I'm the right age to have kind of grown up with sure. a lot of the uh, the classic years. But for whatever reason, my parents thought that The Simpsons was like evil for a while. Really, they were like, oh, like that that cartoon is in poor taste. Like, we can't let Lloyd. You know, go watching the That's Simpsons. That's interesting that, because my under, my understanding of your parents is that they're kind of like well-meaning libs. I would think that like well, yeah, I would. Yeah. I, I'm surprised that the I guess uh, though, the the Simpsons in the 90s had a sort of air of, uh, if not danger, sort of uh, a genuine irreverent uh, irreverence that it does not have any longer. Yeah. Uh, now I, I it's think it's been long since canonized folks... as such a classic show. You know right yeah. right how could you how could you say a word against it but i think at the time my my folks were kind of swept up in the like the joe lieberman tipper gore brand of like moral panic around like tv and video games and so they weren't they weren't coming from, a, from at it like from some weird religious angle it was just like oh like that's a that's a that's a morally suspect show right. but in the in like since then like They've come completely around on it, and now they—they they, like there's no vestige of that part of them. Yeah, well there you it's go. It's very strange. They—they—they really—they really pulled a a 180. But, um. But no, I, I no I, I I love the Simpsons. Yeah, my relationship with it uh began when I was a, a very small child. Um, I was afraid of the Simpsons because I started I I oh. liked it, um, but I saw a Treehouse of Horror episode, a Halloween episode. Mm. I should know which one it is exactly. It's either Treehouse of Horror Three or Four from either season four or five. It's the one where have you seen the image of Mr. Burns as a vampire, but he's the Francis Ford Coppola Dracula with like the big hair piece and everything? Have you seen that? Ah, yes. It was yes, it was of course. that uh it was that segment of that Treehouse of Horror and something about like the the, the vampire escapades of that freaked me out. And if you're a little kid, if you watch some of the Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors, some of them are a little bit spooky, you know, yeah, for a child. Absolutely. And especially as they mm-hmm. went on into into some of, you know, like, kind of at the tail end of the good years, they would get increasingly kind of gory. But I remember something about that episode, I don't know, freaked me out as a little kid. And then I was turned off to the Simpsons. But um, fortunately, mm-hmm. um, my father had um an alcoholic irish friend from queens that i called uh <laughs> uncle neil and uh uh-huh. uncle neil he would he would he would uh come over often um to 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 the house in long island and hang out and uh he was he was very much like kind of um i don't know he 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 did not he was very much like that queens guy he definitely had a sort of affected mm. Like sort of uh, streetwise way about him, and he he loved to uh, neg his friends' children. You know, <laughs> like I remember once, like when I was a little kid, um, you know, I, I had a I had a thing for Godzilla, and uh, mm. that he was he was watching some movie, some some like generic action film on TV, but he told me it was a Godzilla movie. And uh, mm. and I was like, oh well, when's Godzilla coming? And he's like, he's coming. Just wait. We're watching a Godzilla film. Just watch. And of course, Godzilla never showed up. <laughs> so just for two oh. hours, I was in anticipation of oh. Godzilla. But it was just a tr- it was That's- just a troll by Uncle Neil. That's solid <laughs> Uncle Neil well done. It's uh really sticking it to young Ralph but my, that's, uh, my, that's, that's a good that's a good day. My sister he would like call her uh, scary Mary for for whatever reason Her him's not Mary oh. but he would call her scary Mary <laughs> and that would like upset my sister very much She's, she still uh, uh, complains about it to this day. but I remember once um, everyone was in like the living room watching TV uh, watching the Fox network. And uh, the, uh, the new episode of The Simpsons was coming on. I actually remember in retrospect what episode it was. It was actually considered one of the, like a turning point bad episodes called, uh, I believe it's called Saddle Sore Galactica. It was from like season, oh. I believe, um, 11 or 12. And it was notorious uh, for being an episode in which they were just kind of like shamelessly uh, recycling an old plot, which is that like Bart gets a uh gets a horse um uh, which was like mm-hmm. an earlier classic episode but what uh which was typical of of uh, the simpsons of that time a uh, comic book guy standing in for the super fans at one point like he like confronts homer and he's like um this was already done in episode uh uh etc etc and uh mm-hmm. and homer says does anybody care what this guy says? And then, like, all the other characters were like, no, and so that's, like, them, like, lampshading uh, the fact that they were being right, derivative right. of themselves or whatever. But that's... Uh, Not a big fan of that. Yeah. The, it uh, became, like, the, the, the self-referential recombinant yes, aspect of that. It was definitely a, a sign of the the writer's room getting, getting lazier, and... Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, in retrospect, yeah. like, compared to what The Simpsons would become, that was... You know, it's not a particularly bad episode or or a bad season, oh, yeah. but it uh, was it was a it was a it was a, uh, it was a bad sign. But anyway, that's that's not related to the yeah. to the anecdote. But uh, that episode was coming on. I still had my generalized fear of the Simpsons, and uh, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna leave now." And and uh, Uncle Neil was like, "Oh, why are you leave? And you're scared of the Simpsons?" And I was like, "No, no, I want to watch uh, reruns of of George Lopez on on Nickelodeon." And uh, my mom was like, it's fine. You can go. And he's like, no, you're scared of The Simpsons. And I was like, no, I'm not. I will watch it. And then I sat <laughs> down to watch it as a child. And then I overcame my fear. I was bullied into oh. overcoming my fear. And then from then, I developed a lifelong love of this this wonderful program. That's the Simpsons. great. So, that's wonderful. You overcame your your Simpsons derangement syndrome. Sometimes, and, uh, and sometimes you need you someone to just kind of bully you into being a a, a better you. You know, that's that's, that's, that's a right. case in point. That's right. I was I was. Why do you think I agreed to do the podcast? <laughs> like that's, uh, you know, I was trolled by my my father's friend and became a more refined uh-huh. version of myself. You know, there if not go. for that incident, who knows if I ever would have been the Simpsons fan I am today. Who knows? I know. That's, ooh, ooh. Maybe, I, maybe I would have been on a different path, one that would not have led me to even uh, 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 just last night, last, uh, a Saturday night, I, I simply sat on my couch uh, drinking, uh, listening to a full uh, two-hour episode of Talking Simpsons in which they, they, wow. they recapped an episode. Uh, what episode was it? Do I even remember I don't even remember the details, but I just I what I do remember is listening along, appreciating the little mm-hmm. the little tidbits, the little contemporaneous yep. news stories yep. that they would they would underline, pointing to that, talking about how that may have influenced sort of the tone of the episode and and things of that mm-hmm. nature and talking about uh, you know the Simpsons writers room is very much celebrated all those Harvard dorks Many, you know, you got Conan O'Brien, of course, was a Simpsons writer, oh, yes. uh, pre stardom, yes, right. um, but also the directors, the animators, talking about those guys and the process and what have you, and me listening along, imbibing, mm-hmm. nodding my head, saying Homer funny over and over, Homer funny. Yes. <laughs> that was a, and that was a night well oh. spent, and that I may not have been that, that mm-hmm. which I am. Currently and forevermore, if not for oh, that Queen's mix, kind of strange insistence on bullying children, I may yeah. not have been that. I may not have been this. Excellent. I, I probably wouldn't even have started this podcast. So, not likely. Yeah. Not likely. Well, here's here's to Uncle Neil. You, uh, <laughs> wherever you are. Um, I haven't seen him in a long time. Well, good. Good. Last time you. I saw him was at mm. my grandfather, my namesake's. Uh, uh, wake that was the last time i saw him oh yeah okay we Mm. didn't like talk much but i don't know he seemed all right i love i love having fun with my friends ralph i don't know about (laughs) you um i love to uh you know fire up uh can i can i ask you you can i ask you a frank question let's have it let's have it i'm ready and i want you to answer honestly when was the last time you really had fun with your friends discounting this podcast Oh, um Fun with my friends. Fun with my friends. Uh I think I think it must have been. Well my Lloyd my, sweating. Uh, Lloyd Sweatin'. Uh mm Well one of my one of my Oh okay, here's here's something. Sure. One of my old friends from college. Uh a couple of months ago, before the winter came, he uh, he 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 came up to uh, to help me uh, drywall some things, and uh, that was that was nice. At the it's new like house, we, we had some uh, at the new house. That's nice. Yeah. That's that's that's, um, that's mighty that's mighty white of him. I shouldn't have. Uh, yeah, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have used that expression. <laughs> oh, but, uh, yeah. oh, very untoward. No, um, uh, you know, we uh, we got up early. We drank coffee. We uh, classic. You know, we went to we went to Home Depot. You know, picked up Classic. some stuff. Got 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 breakfast at McDonald's. That was that oh, was a good time. Get you yourself a little you know, sausage, can, egg, biscuit. Absolutely, McDonald's is is a it's it's a privilege. Like the, <laughs> the closest to McDonald's is like fifty miles from my house. This was like a this was like a. You big keep deal. saying this. Um, that can't. I guess I don't know. It's true. I guess I don't know how. It's true. I, I'm very. I have a poor sense of. I guess I don't know how far away fifty miles is. How how long of a drive is that? Like forty five minutes, something like You're that. You're forty five like minutes way. away from a McDonald's. Yeah, man. Like we have a we have a like a pizza hut. We have a, a like a combination KFC Taco Bell. Um any other fast food. We have a subway, but you Subway know, no McDonald's. I've recently had a a long and involved conversation with a friend about fast food. Subway is the worst. Oh, okay. Subway is the worst one. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Subway, I, I believe it is the most numerous uh, fast food, you know, in air quotes, chain. It's the most exists. ubiquitous? Like are, yeah, yeah. More like than There's McDonald's. more Subway chains than, uh, wow. more than McDonald's, more than, more than anything else. Yeah, I remember they hearing it was like number everywhere. one of something and being surprised. Yeah. I feel like we must have talked yeah. about this before, but Subway, not only is it the worst, but it's baffling to me. Maybe this is just having lived my whole life in either... Um, Uh, long island or new york or somewhere within the Mm -hmm. tri-state area but it's like it's sandwiches you can find sandwiches that are that are of the same price if not way better anywhere i mean i guess that's not true most of the country but i mean like can you like just find a fucking uh salami sandwich anywhere in in your town in vermont well yeah i mean there's 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 delis uh, right there are like there's delis, there's like little little places you can go to order a sandwich that's not a chain. And like I mean, this was my experience in New York and it's my experience here as well. Like any sandwich you get from one of these places is going to be better than a Subway sandwich. Like Subway, it is so hard. Like even if you know exactly what you like on a sandwich, communicating that into into to like a Subway employee and having them make that sandwich that you know you like it's so difficult and it almost never happens. Well that's, well, happens. that's not like, even that's not even why it's bad like the materials yeah the materials are just disgusting they're just kind of sure like, sure they're just kind of like bland uh phony foodstuffs like just Absolutely. especially the bread Absolutely. the bread tastes like fucking styrofoam and just like Mm -hmm. you don't know how long Mm -hmm. all that shit's been sitting out there like Subway is just horrible Subway and also like Subway the smell of Subway is so distinct it's not like McDonald's where it's like patented taste and smell like really kind of appeals to your lizard brain you know it's like ooh, McDonald's Mm -hmm. no like Subway smells bad and you fucking smell like Subway if you just step foot in it for fucking five minutes Mm. Subway is fucking horrible There's there is something in the air there, and it must be related to their bread because their bread it has that um, the bread is It has some kind of yeah because it's got a polymer they, in it. because they bake the bread quote unquote there, and so that's what kind yeah, of uh, infects yeah. the atmosphere. So there's something yeah. fucked up with the bread, but uh, there is there is something very fucked up with the bread. Like there is some there is like a like a like a plastic polymer that keeps it uh, that keeps it like puffed and preserved. Um, same thing that they there's there's like an element of yoga mats that they were able to transpose into this into this. Oh bread. yeah, that's yeah, yeah, um, That's that's that that must be what I was thinking of. I remember yeah, hearing about yeah. that. Like they actually had like yeah. some I, I I don't know if it's technically inedible or not, but some element that's in uh-huh. yoga mats they recently sure, sure. got uh got scolded out of including in their bread, <laughs> I believe, right? Oh, A year or so okay. ago is that right? I, is that what you're referring to? That sounds yeah, yes. Yes yeah. it is. Um so they've they've been slapped on the wrist. I know, like their their eggs are something, like very very, extremely processed. Oh like, God, Lord knows. Know. Oh boy, um, McDonald's, however, real eggs. They can show you those real eggs. Well, can you know? they? And they crack them. They fry them up every time. McDonald's yeah. is good, Ralph. I'm a. I'm I'm a. I can't remember. You know, the, I'm. Sold. I am ai can not remember i can not remember the last time I had McDonald's. You should give it a try sometime if you're in the area. <laughs> you know. Just tell me what it's like, you know, get a McDonald's meal, describe it to me next time you have McDonald's, you know, just, just, just a little treat. For but I'm me. such a, I'm such um, a, I'm such a, I'm, I have so many treats at my disposal. I don't know why I would get, I know the only, the only fast food, like on a day where I'm like, I'm going to indulge the fast food. I would reach the only one, the only fast food I would want as much as I would want just like one of the, like. Uh, good just restaurants that deliver near me. Like the only one that would be on that level um, would be Popeye's for me. That would be. Yes. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. Like uh, I, I, there was a, there's a Popeye's not too far from where I used to live in Brooklyn. Yeah. Like on Saturday night, I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to be a little slutty uh, pig. Am I going to get Indian Mm -hmm. food? Am I going to get Chinese? Am I going to get what have you? The only like uh, chain that's in the mix there is Popeyes. Um, yep, got to be Popeyes. But I'm sorry, were you saying something? Um, uh, nothing, nothing especially important. Like I, I, was just like whenever, whenever I, whenever I had that craving, I would like, yeah, why not? Let, like let's go to. It was either Popeyes or White Castle for me. White Castle was was fun. Uh, you know. You could oh get, well, get, get yeah, like White six, Castle's was six little burgers. White Castle's was fun. It was fun. Yeah. I remember I went to see I had a uh m- my my best friend in high school was a fella named Matt. Um mm. and he was uh he was overweight. He's he was, he was kind of sad. Um and he was also like kind of a weird he was like like a self-styled like um I mean Trump wasn't but he would, he would probably I mean for all I know he probably became a uh, a Trump supporter but he's, he he kind of had like a never Trump Republican vibe about him. He was like uh, I'm a responsible okay. Republican. Hmm. And and we were <laughs> dear friends and in high school um I ran uh the student newspaper at least in my senior year oh. I wrote for it um Hmm. uh, in my junior year and then i wrote for it and was the editor-in-chief uh my senior year i've talked about this before i've talked about this before but uh and i wrote like this article sucking obama's dick after he was uh inaugurated (laughs) and i won a newsday award i won first place opinion for student journalism uh, at newsday wow and uh very nice and if i could ever find a copy of that article. On the Patreon, I will read it because I'm sure it's the most cringe <laughs> thing of all time. If I am able to find it, I will uh, read it. But uh, Patreon.com/slash/feeling well. But uh, mm-hmm. I, um, what was I saying? Yeah, it was funny because like that was like kind of back when, like obviously we were fucking teenagers. But uh, you know, uh, uh, this is like 2008, 2009, or like fucking uh, whenever. So it was like you know, team arrivals. It's like me and my friend Matt. You know, we we, mm. we, we we debate things, but it's like at the end of the day, we just want what's best for the country, you know. But uh, <laughs> that's just that's just some background. But I remember, uh. I remember there was a day where. Um, because uh, you know uh, i was i was interested in movies and we went to see uh darren aronofsky's uh the wrestler together we saw the wrestler mm. and it was like kind of like a matinee showing and uh i haven't seen the movie since but like i, I seem to remember like it's a pretty bleak movie you know it's not an uplifting mm. movie and then uh from that we directly went to uh white castle And uh, Mm. I remember we did it like semi-ironically, but it was, of course, still disgusting, which is so often the case. We split a uh, a, a Crave case, which I believe is like... Oh, really? Okay. Which is like a... That's like 30 burgers. It's a suitcase of sliders. Is it 20 or 30? I thought it was 30. Let's see. Because they're very small. Crave case. Crave case. White Castle is... What is it? Oh, it is 30. Yeah. I I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. So uh, uh, we we split a Crave case. I feel like it was roughly even. Maybe he had more than me. I don't know. mm -hmm. Um, Granted, this was us at the height of our metabolisms as as teenagers, but disgusting. And we were in like... Young guys. We were in a kind of like catatonic haze thereafter. And the movie affected us, you know? And we were kind of in like a dreary mood. And... um, I remember something that felt very poignant at the time. He was kind of like blearily looking like over my shoulder, just kind of like past my face at something like kind of, huh? Like really looking at something. And I was like, Oh, what are you looking at? And he was like, Oh, now nah, I'm looking at, I'm not looking at anything, nothing. And then I think I remarked at the time, like that should be when like the independent film about our lives, like fades the black. That should be the ending uh-huh. on that line reading. <laughs> <laughs> but That was a, uh, that was that was a, that's good. That was a that's meaningful very, uh, That's quite poignant. That was a meaningful experience I had at uh White Castle. But yeah, they mm-hmm. they have those uh, fucking uh chicken rings I remember I enjoyed. Yes, sir. They're uh What a curious form know, nice. for the tender to take a ring. Absolutely. Mm, you can you can make them into whatever shape you want now. Like like the the chicken meat has been so understood by our civilization. We can make it look like whatever now. What should um, the perfect tender be shaped like? Ah uh, yes. Philosophers have long considered the the platonic ideal of the tendy as it were. Yes. Um the uh I mean you got your stock uh, genius fuel as of late I understand. That's right. That's right. Um So I mean you've got uh, your you've got your your classic examples of like the chicken finger which is sort of like a like an oblong um with maybe some some ridges on the side um which kind of approximates like if you squint, you might think like, okay, that's say that's like a like an animal part. Yeah. Well, but if I could just yeah. That. Well, if I can just chime in because what I think immediately oh, yeah. is that if you're eating real chicken meat or real animal mm. meat, it's something that uh, the 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 manner in which it's been cut, like the grain is recognizable, you know. Right. And and uh, you don't want to cut against the grain um, when you when oh. you slice meat. So, like, the classic tender shape makes the most sense, but when you have something like rings or, like, you know, when you're a kid, the ones that are shaped like dinosaurs and whatnot, that leads right. one to believe correctly that the meat, as it were, has been uh, processed to such a degree that it's just kind of like a moldable substance or, or right. paste right. or whatever. Right, there's, there's- there's no longer any recognizable muscle fibers. the whole thing yes. is akin to a foam that you can then inject into whatever shape you wish. But perhaps the very um, vertical classic tender shape that you describe. and yeah. if you go to the grocery store, sometimes they sell uh, uh, chicken uh, uh, tenderloin or whatever and that is the shape mm-hmm. uh, that's the classic whether or not it is processed it 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 makes you uh, think of that in your head that intuitive understanding of mm-hmm. what meat should be like, but go on yeah well you know if we if we kind of remove ourselves from like what meat should look like you know because we are we are now technologically we've advanced beyond that stage where we have to kind of pay lip service to what nature had done in the past i hate paying lip service to nature absolutely no me too me too man i and i'm not gonna do it again i'm never gonna do it again you know what uh nature you had a good run to to Um, quote t.s Eliot. uh Mm. Nature can suck my cock. Achoo. he's and that's he's the he's the poet laureate, folks. You got to you got to give him that. And really um, kind of a proto uh tweeter in that he 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 wasn't keen yeah. on uh proper punctuation, right? Cuz who cares? No, I'm who, wrong. Who, I'm confusing uh, T.S. Eliot with E.E. E. Cummings. My apologies. E. E. Cummings, but, that's uh, right. Go ahead. Um, what do you want from me? How about this? Um, you know, you got you got E.E. Uh, e. Cummings. No, E.E. E. Cummings didn't do Howl. That was Ginsberg. We're getting um, all sorts of people mixed I, up. Yeah. Man. Okay, so. Howl, <laughs> Howl. Uh, 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 I yeah. saw the best posters of my generation uh, tweeting <laughs> cringe, creating podcasts, mm-hmm. angel-headed hipsters getting cucked and cucking people themselves. Something to that effect. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Alan Ginsberg's nice. favor- uh, uh, famous poem, uh, uh, in brackets, Lloyd, howl. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, dragging themselves through the uh through the through the cancelled streets at dawn looking for an angry Patreon subscriber. There you go. Patreon.com slash but, feeling yeah. well. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> I I just think I just think that like, you know We're so sad that, smart. that the, the, the the chicken I I yes, absolutely. Like but back to the chicken tenders, the to the tendies at hand. Yes, please. Um you know what 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 uh when you think of shapes that are meaningfully meaningful to you today, like you know, just kind of close your eyes I do like what shapes, are some shapes that and shapes and, really, yeah, 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 man, me too, me too um but but because we're kind of at this at this threshold where like we can make the meats into whichever shape we so choose without really sacrificing the integrity of the uh of the flavor, okay, or, but that's uh, not really true. That's like kind of the opposite of what I was saying, which is like if it's if the meat has been reduced to such a state that it is moldable like it's it's not going to be as good a culinary experience as like cuz like there's a reason you enjoy meat as it exists more it's because that's how mm. it's supposed to exist to to one extent yeah. or another but to answer your question if i am going to mass market some kind of meat like product in some yeah. kind of shape, what kind of shape beyond that is most appealing. I have mm. to say the shape of a, of a, of a beautiful and voluptuous lady, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Like, I don't want it to okay. be the broad shape of a cock and balls. Cause that's gay. But if it's shaped like no, fucking sir. Jessica rabbit, eating them is yeah. like, I'm having sex or masturbating. That's right. That's right. Uh, so, I think we've come onto something here, like the the ideal I'm form coming. of yeah. the modern of the modern. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> I'm not too far behind you. Um, <laughs> so, if we if we uh, if we consider, you know, let's just this, say uh, let's just uh, this, say with haste, I'm making a little a little honey mustard for those tendies. Just thinking about them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Uh, so, in conclusion. Ideal chicken tender is and the uh, spunk ha- and the ass. spunk has the hue of uh, of honey mustard because of my jaundiced member. I assume dicks can't exactly. also be jaundiced, but it has some kind of affliction. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you would call it. Some kind of. I don't, don't have health you know, insurance, so uh huh. I, I, I do, uh, but I don't I, believe I drink in so doctors. much these days. Yeah, that no. Why? Why would you? Why would you? I mean, listen, my 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 dick has its own liver disease. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. That's why. That's where the jaundice comes from. Yeah. Um. And, uh, and, uh, and we're, and we're Jesus Christ, like, ugh, honey mustard from a jaundiced member spurted upon a, uh, a chicken tender shaped like, um, uh, a, a beautiful, gorgeous Wow. Name. I didn't realize you were a fan of a poet and author of, uh, of, uh, what's it called? The world war one novel, uh, badge of courage. What's it called? <laughs> The Red Badge of the Courage. The Red Badge I of Courage. I didn't realize you were a Stephen Crane War, fan. That's a Stephen Crane poem. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, there we go. There we go. Big, big Stephen Crane fan. Yes. He, um, he, he imagined it thinking about it from the perspective of a Union soldier in the Civil War, mm-hmm. dreaming about Tendies yes. and, and the, 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 the sorry state of his ejaculate jerking off in the trenches. Yeah. My dearest Clara. I write to you today, for I am en- I am envisioning you as a as a crispy tender, and mine own male spunk shall be Wait, spurted what's, what's, upon thee. Wait, what's the wife's name? What's the thirteen-year-old wife's name? Clara, Cl- oh, my dear oh, Clara. Oh, Clara, my hands have become so calloused from warfare that when i when i jerked my dick my 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 my, my rough skin got caught on my urethra to such an extent that it tore it and for that reason blood is cut with my urine when i pee and it has an almost sort of yellow quality or it's already it has a kind of <laughs> it has the brownish yellow hue of spicy mustard which i'm sure they didn't have back then but that was the genius of crane he would he would mm-hmm. he would look toward the future of mustards. Um, it doesn't matter whether or not the Union soldiers had access to to to, to mustard as such. It only matters like it, it's the experience as a whole. Like if it means more to the reader to have the Union soldiers envisioning their injured dick and balls as a vessel for honey. Also, mustard. Stephen Crane. That's Stephen that's Crane, the like the Red Badge of Courage. You know, classic novel and what's mm-hmm. so extraordinary about it is that it's like this this psychological profile of this uh yeah of this of this uh, you know this neophyte soldier uh being subjected to the the horrors of um of the civil war and being disabused mm-hmm. of his kind of romantic notions of of fighting in a war, you know, like oh, he, yeah. he really puts you there psychologically, but Stephen Crane himself, uh, of course, did not fight in the Civil War. It was just purely his nope. his incredible imagination and at the same time mm-hmm. imagining the future of mustards and not mm-hmm. only imagining them but imagine having such a um, having such an understanding on the mustard that yeah. you could yeah. you could use it as if it were a pre-existing reference point. As a reference point for the quality of a beleaguered soldier's um, ejaculate. Yes, yes, his his imagined ejaculate for his uh, his child bride, mentally transmuted into a chicken tender of sorts. Yeah, um, and uh, and that's what the Civil War was about, and uh, and and some would say we're still fighting these battles even now. And we're giving this analysis um, away for free. I feel like if we collaborate. This can be like kind of a pitch for M plus one. This kind of I think this so kind of literary yeah. analysis. Yeah. yeah, that's what we need. We need some. Uh, we need some academic clout. Like yeah. we haven't. Like the Feeling Bell podcast hasn't published any academic papers. That's why we kind of lag behind in that scene, as it were. What, like we're not a, was, we're not Sam Adler Bell over here. Oh, uh, yeah, Sam Adler Bell. Yeah, that guy. Uh, uh, know your know your know your ejaculate. As opposed to uh, there we go. know your enemy. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I love talking about other podcasts on my yeah. podcast. But what was yeah. that? Uh, Brett Easton Ellis came out with a like an essay collection a couple years ago, or maybe a, a year or so ago, called, I believe it was called White. And it was like him railing mm. against cancel culture. And there was a, uh, he he had an interview with that guy, Isaac Schotner. I don't know how you pronounce his last name, but he's like famous for being the know. guy at the New Yorker. Who he's like the one journalist in the in the mainstream media who like fucking asks follow up questions. He's the one who got like mm-hmm. that hilariously embarrassing interview out of Rudy Giuliani and other people. Oh, okay. he's like no, he's like a good interviewer and he he's like grilled yeah. people in the past and have like put people who have otherwise been I imagine pampered by the media on the spot. But he did one with Brett Easton Ellis that made him seem like a fool. Um, and and Brett Easton mm. Ellis's uh book at the time was called uh White so perhaps we can collaborate on a uh, a collection called if not White uh kind of yellow brown faded uh, something yellow brownish yes yes yellow yes, brownish uh, uh essays on spunk <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yes yes mm. what 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 color would that be would that be like a it's not quite a beige, it's more of a well I mean you'd call it a mustard. You'd call it a goldenrod, like a like a like a pastel golden Goldenrod. I feel like that was a go to crayon when I was a kid. Goldenrod. Let yeah. me see. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google mm. goldenrod right now. So many colors, so many beautiful colors in this world that we that we really just take for granted, you know? That is so what is what is the perfect. See, I feel like okay, I'm looking I'm looking at goldenrod right now. Goldenrod is a color that resembles the goldenrod plant. A crayola crayon. Mm-hmm. There you go. With this oh, name and there color, you go. blah blah blah, was created in 1958. Hmm. Uh, Goldenrod hmm. is too is too dark and yellow to me. I feel like the cover has to be okay. a little lighter. What's a lighter shade of mm. yellow? Um, eggshell. That's uh, not fucking yellow. It's well, no, you're right. It's 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 like hmm. Say. How about um? We're we're into like beiges and tans and say how about, know, about uh Homer like Simpson? No, that's Homer no, Simpson. That's too, funny. That's too bright. Homer. I love that guy. Homer. Homer. Funny. Yes. we well, yes. thing, I don't want it to Ugh. just be a light yellow. I want it to be like. But it has to have that like kind of um, uh, like the rotted characteristic that comes from just the 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 suggestion, like the little bit of brown yeah. that's in the mix. Yes, from from internal. Injuries. Of I'm sorts. looking so at like a... you need that that rotted blood. Um, All right. Well, do you have your Google hmm. at the ready? I'm going to throw a few at you. But, okay. All right. Okay. So what what, uh, what 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 do we got? Okay. So look at Dijon after the mustard. Dijon is still too dark for me. Hmm. That to me is too dark. But then look at flaxen. Ooh. F- oh yeah. No, I agree. Dijon is too is definitely too dark flaxen I think we have a winner Ralph You like flaxen? I think we've got a winner. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. I cannot wait to uh to share my flaxen load with the world <laughs> in our in our coming collection of essays, our coming—what a well done! Yes, your 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 uh, flax seed—that's a thing, right? Yeah. There we go. There we go. <laughs> oh God, I love the I love language. Mm, mm. You gotta you gotta give it up for language. So just imagine um, it like the, the the entire book cover is just a shade of flaxen. And then like very tastefully in the bottom left corner in sans serif font is, uh, what was the name of it again? I guess it would be called Flaxen, right? If the Ellis uh, book is called uh, White. Flaxen uh, Mm -hmm. Essays on Spunk. But uh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. A search for the soul of America. Um, Within the ejaculate of two posters. Yeah, that's right. That's right and I think uh, and I think we're I think we're well on our way to finding that soul Ralph I think Um, so too if I do say so myself I think so too oh boy well uh, Red Badge of Courage haven't thought about that book in a while that was a that that was a classic high school read absolutely Um, well I actually really like the poetry of Stephen Crane Um, oh really yeah he's he's cool I like Mm. him yeah do you remember like do you remember enjoying a particular book in high school was there was there one that really stood out yes I do uh I I really liked uh, Ralph Ellison's Invisible Man actually, and uh-huh. uh, the hmm. uh, the uh, certain colleges I submitted to, they required like a pre-existing. Uh, I was in AP mm. English, and I had written an yeah. essay on Invisible Man, which I'm sure is itself a hilarious read in retrospect. But uh, I really liked it a lot, and it, and it makes sense because I would later become a big. I also liked As I Lay Dying, which I read in high school, and oh, I sure. would later become. Oh, yeah. Uh, A big Faulkner fan I've read most of Faulkner's novels Mm. and Ralph Ellison was uh, very much influenced by Faulkner but um, I seem to remember um, like we would read the book and and invisible man is is a fucked up book like have you read invisible Mm. man I have not well uh, Ralph Ellison of course was a famous uh, black novelist and it was kind of um, I haven't I haven't read it since um, I would like to, but it's a book about this guy and like uh, uh, you know, uh, black man in 1930s, uh, America. Um, and uh, a lot of fucked up shit in it. like he uh like at fir- like there's there's a passage that I remember early on where um, you know it's it's evergreen, but it's like he was working at this like Ivy League college as like some kind of driver or whatever. and he's driving. Essentially, this kind of like self-styled, like woke bourgeois liberal who's like in the back. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to him about how like, oh, I feel like I've always understood your people's plight, like shit like that or whatever. And um, I I want to remember the guy's the character's name, because like there are all these characters that are like variations on um, mm-hmm. blood or like relating to blood uh let me see invisible man incest uh Ooh. there's there's a fucking wild uh part of the book okay yeah so uh he's he's talking and then like basically the the protagonist of invisible man he's like this 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 black character but he's like at least in the beginning of the book he's trying to Uh, Like, like ingratiate himself to like, like white bourgeois society or something or other. There's another scene in which he realizes that like, like a a wealthy white man, like a white woman like seduces him and he ends up going to her, um, her home. But then he notices like in the shadows, like her wealthy husband watching and you realize this was like oh. kind of like an orchestrated like cuck situation oh you boy. know huh. and uh <laughs> and, uh so this you know this would this would set the stage for my my lifelong alliance with uh cucks of all stripes but uh but uh <laughs> but there's there's a part where he's like working at this uh university and he's talking to this this like um this like uh lib and uh, he, there's, like, this notorious dude who, like, I think he's, like, the groundskeeper uh, for the college. His name is Jim Trueblood. And um, <clears throat> Sparknotes uh, says, An uneducated black man who impregnated his own daughter and who lives on the outskirts mm-hmm. of the narrator's college campus. Um, to Trueblood's surprise, however, whites have shown an increased interest in him uh, since his story of incest spread. So yeah, so like the protagonist begrudgingly because of this like this like white lips prodding um relays to him the story of of Jim Trueblood and immediately the lib is like oh, I I must meet this man. And so he like goes to meet him and then like this like rich white guy just starts like grilling this like uh 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 this like this incestuous uh, racist bumpkin black guy and he's like he does this like long uh stream of consciousness monologue um the true blood ca- uh, character also uh, reminiscent of faulkner it's it's, mm. it's like it's quite like vivid and disturbing about how like mm. he's like oh i he's like i swear i was sleepwalking i thought i was in a dream and i just bumped uh-huh. into my daughter on the on the bed and then I'm, he like, describes like entering her and all of this, like oh, this boy. like crazy, like abstract language. And this whole time, like the, like white lib is like wrapped, you know? And he's like, Oh my. And then like, it's like, he's living vicariously through him. And then at some uh-huh. point he says something like, um, he's like, so you did it. It's like, you did it. But the like, God has not smited you or something like that. The implication being that this, like, This rich lib wants to fuck his daughter but he 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 doesn't have the he doesn't have the uh the fucking temerity but he's like this this lower life form in his eyes this this low-class uh uh black uh 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 uh, worker or whatever it's like he did it he did the forbidden and it's like he's He's like getting off listening to it, and it's like, well, if he could do it, why not mm. me? So it's a fucking freaky <laughs> book, but I like real that sounds i really huh. i really enjoyed it um uh, reading it in high school, and also another oh, thing was true. that like in the a p English class, like the teacher would make everyone take turns uh reading certain passages, and um uh, mm-hmm. I remember there was a there was a kid in my class there's a character in the book who's based uh like very transparently on um marcus garvey um uh-huh. and there's a part where the Marcus Garvey character has like a long monologue where he's talking about like like uh, uh, something I, I it's i haven't read this literally since I was in high school, but it was like something <laughs> about like Something involving pussy. All I know is that there was a kid in our class who was like, a, who was like, uh, he was called upon to read this passage, and it had not just a lot of pussies in it, but a lot of the n words. And uh, just ah. but it's like, <laughs> I'm reading this, it's a classic book in AP English yeah. and 12th what are you grade, gonna do? and it was just like, I don't imagine. It was a lot of n words, even for two thousand eight. Uh-huh. Uh, in that context, <laughs> but, but uh, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> which is wild to reflect on now. But I mean, yeah, yeah, a simpler time, certainly. No, I mean, you know, nowadays they've uh, they've taken they've taken. Uh, you know, the, the, the N-word out of, of, like, Huckleberry Finn. That was a big controversy a couple of years ago. Well, that's fucked up, though. Did, did they actually do that? Or was it, like, one school or something? Like, it's not like... It might have... It might. I think it was pretty limited. Yeah, I don't think it was like, oh, like, we're, we're banning all like, versions like, of, like of Huckleberry Finn. Like, fifth graders throughout the country, they're not reading the the n word uh Huckleberry Finn. Right? No. Yeah. No. I, I don't think so. I think that was, like... But that was, like, latched onto as, like, a moral panic. It's like, oh, like, we're... Like, you know, the censorship of, of uh of books for, for for SJW reasons, but you know. Um I I I don't I, I think I think that kind of like revisionism is pretty awful. I don't yeah, think of that's, it that's is. good at all. Of course it is. Yeah. yeah. That's that's ridiculous. That's like very misguided. I don't think it's may I mean, maybe it's being done. Maybe there's like some kind of uh I, I really doubt it. I don't think that's anyone's priority right I now. I mean I don't I don't I don't I don't know if that's being done in any real way. I think it is kind of indicative of a trend of like as a way of understanding art <laughs> in history, you know, is is, mm-hmm. is is like kind of airbrushing it. But even in the case of like Huck Finn, like Huck Finn is not a fucking racist book. It's a book about racism. No. So it's it's right. it's, it's like and, and even if that weren't the case that you know, that doesn't make sense. But um, yeah, m- what is more likely is that they'll just get rid of books altogether. Um, yeah, so, yeah. 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 Um, and switch to uh, to TikTok only education. It's like, uh, you know, you could you could imagine. Oh, so true. You know, you Let's hear it. Let's hear it. A, 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 like it a, like like a TikTok version of, uh, of Huck Finn. Before you, you, gotta, know it, you know it, they're going to just be doing fucking TikToks in the classroom. Take TikToks, it away, Lloyd. You, gotta, yeah. you know, and you got you got the you got the the guy in the, in the straw hat and he's like, you know, he points at a thing and, and, and a bubble comes up and it's like uh, um, America is complicated. And then, you know, he points at another thing and it said, uh, you know, it, it just says the N word. Um, you wow! Know, something like that, and then then it would just it would just keep going to keep going on that. Uh, Sounds pretty funny to me. On that trend, yeah, I think so. I think so. I think uh, you know maybe maybe that's maybe that's where this podcast should go. We should you know we should take to TikTok finally make that great that great leap forward. And I've been start tr- to, I've been trying to break you know, into TikTok. I did a few. It seems impossible. I know. did a couple because like I liked Vine a lot when it was around. Sure. So I've been trying to recapture that Vine energy. I did a few uh like a month ago early in the year but then i fell off but but maybe i can uh, Mm -hmm. return but it's uh that's where that's where all the i don't know Uh, it's it's such a it's such a dense platform right now there's so many i mean like i've posted on it a few times i tried to get my uh my disabled cat to go viral on tiktok Mm, of course but uh didn't take huh diminishing returns didn't take it, it was, didn't uh, take and then you got those puppies but they weren't cute enough somehow you got uncute puppies they're not cute enough. and then and then the i got the and then the bitches listen. with the nice feet didn't bite at that either so then, then you were like let me nope. fake a grievous back injury uh hear more about right. that uh, at patreon.com slash feeling well because then i'll get some sympathy like mm-hmm. the puppies maybe they're get the inside scoop yeah the puppies maybe yeah. they're not that great but i i i tried to help them <laughs> and injured myself and oh now i'm in pain can i see some pictures oh, of your feet? but even that yeah, even that's oh. not doing the trick is it, oh I'm in so much pain Send feeties Oh I'm in so, so that much I pain can Please recover. let me see your pussy <laughs> <laughs> You can help Lloyd Howe With just one picture of your feet per day So that he does not so, to, so that he has a reason to keep going And take care of these hideous hideous mutts You can uh, help out on Lloyd you. DM a picture of your feet He'd appreciate it Maybe he won't tweet about something <laughs> that has become trite. He'll jerk his dick, you know he's feeling right, which is to say, well, feeling well's his podcast. Uh, that's all I got. That was that was off the that's dome. Good. That was off that's the really dome. Good. Yeah, very good, man. <laughs> See, oh. You know, our first our first live show. It's gonna be, uh, you know, we're, we're gonna we're gonna have so many of these stellar riffs straight off the dome, songs that everyone knows. Uh, you know, just and just 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 tantalizing and delighting the crowd. Which which of the of the of the great canon of uh, of of English songs like are we going to bring into into our orbit? Which which uh, which songs will we will we be able to put? B- our names into yeah. the name of our podcast things of that nature um there's no stopping this train i can't wait i can't wait to see you to see where the next station is you know nor i uh, nor i chugga chugga choo choo that is so true you know what, what you i mean? just said yeah thanks man we love trains Thank don't you. we folks we love trains oof can't get enough can't get enough pete Buttigieg, of course is going to um, bring the United States into the 21st century. That's right. He's gonna, he's well, if I trains, could folks. say to that point, speaking of trains, you should mm-hmm. train your eyes on the Patreon. Mm. Patreon.com slash feeling well, or else mm-hmm. you will be like Pete Buttigieg. Yep. Uh, uh, gay. Just kidding. Uh, no, but... Y- uh, yes, yes. No? <laughs> <laughs> uh Yep the the ticket price for uh, for the feeling well uh, Patreon uh, is only is only five choo bucks a month the, and then uh, you choo know choo. and then you get your ticket punched and, uh, and 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 Ralph and I were your conductors and uh, we'll right. be we'll be uh, Twin conductors you know and and we'll have a full head of steam uh, every uh, every Thursday a, 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 a second episode comes out but like magic mm-hmm. you know you get you get an extra episode per week. Um, and uh, and that's where we like to really kick off, like kick back, take the shoes off, um, and re- and just and just be ourselves for once. That's where we feel safe. That's right. Um, S- yep. Stepping so. stepping into the dang Patreon lounge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, so why don't you take a shovel full of coal, which is to say five dollars per month, and uh, and throw that into the boiler. That's right. Um, a mere what what, what what like one of those you know those like paper cups that you can like fill with ketchup at McDonald's. I do, I do like like the little ramekins, sure. those things. Yeah, that word, uh, that of uh, of light yellow spunk, that is our content. Yeah. I'm mixing That's metaphors, right. but you guys get it. You guys love it. So many metaphors it that it's it's. You guys it. eat up it. our 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 mustardy emissions in the form of podcasts, mm-hmm. um, in the form of the, podcast. but only behind a paywall. That's right. That's right. You know what you have to do. Yeah. Well, um, well, guys, you can uh, you can follow me at uh, at Void hall You can follow Ralph at Hey Ralph Man. You can follow the podcast at Feeling Well Pod. Again, Patreon dot com slash Feeling Well. Um, when you call time, my folks. name, uh, it's like i um, It's like I pod your cast. I'm on. Mm-hmm. Come on, sing mm-hmm. it with me. I'm, uh, it's, 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 I'm down uh, on the down the on knees. my on the. You, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna lloyd your uh, lloyd your howl, howl in the midnight hour. I'll hours. lloyd your howl, just like a podcast. Like a podcast, just fucking you subscribe, know. you cucks. <laughs> lloyd, amazing, always a pleasure. Amazing, always a pleasure. Ralph, see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs> Get ge ge